Welcome to Encouraging Words, the podcast of Rest for Today Ministry. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host and Bible teacher, Dr. Ken Williams. At Rest for Today, our goal is to lead you closer to Christ by teaching the Word of God in order to educate, encourage, edify, equip, and empower you to become all God created you to be. We want to help you find your purpose, place, passion, and peace so that you can perform at your peak ability and glorify God in the process. Life is meant to be more than the mundane, humdrum, rat race so many of us find ourselves in today. Life is meant to be lived with joy, enthusiasm, and victory. Today's message asks the question, Who is Jesus? Jesus asked that same question of his disciples when he said to them, Who do men say that I am? Well, who is Jesus? Is he a myth? Is he just another figure in human history? Or is he the one who changed human history and has the power to change your destiny? Let's find out. Grab your Bible, turn to Mark chapter 8, verse 27. Here we go. Mark chapter 8, verse 27. Now Jesus and his disciples went out to the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And on the road he asked his disciples, saying to them, Who do men say that I am? Well, many wrong answers can be given to that question today, just as people did in Jesus' day. In verse 28 we read, So they answered, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. How a person answers this question will determine his eternal destiny. It will also determine how he lives his life from day to day. Now Jesus asked his disciples who they thought he was. They answered correctly. Look in verse 29. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, You are the Christ. Well, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And what a glorious truth that is, a truth more glorious than we can fully know this side of heaven. However, he is so much more. So what does the Bible say about who Jesus is? Why put together a list of 97 names for Jesus that I found in the Bible? And here they are. Jesus is the Ancient of Days, the Anointed One, the Alpha and the Omega, the Beginning and the End, the First and Last, the Firstborn over all creation, the Creator of all things, God over all, and God over all the earth. He's faithful and true, the faithful High Priest, the faithful Witness, the Author and Perfecter of our faith, the Author of life, and the Author of our salvation. He's the Bread of Heaven, the Bread of God, the Bread of Life, Eternal Life, the Word of Life, the Resurrection and the Life. The way, the truth, and the life, he is your life. He's the light of life, the light of men, the light of the world, the great light, the true light. He's the rock of ages, the eternal rock, the living stone, the rejected stone, the precious cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, and the sure foundation. He's the chief shepherd, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, and the shepherd and overseer of your souls. He's the man from heaven, the man of sorrows, the son of man, the son of God, the lamb of God, the Passover lamb, and the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. He is Christ of God, Christ the King, Christ the Lord, Christ our Savior, eternal salvation, and Savior of the world. Jesus is Prince and Savior, Prince of Princes, Prince of Hosts, and Prince of Peace. He is our peace, our holiness, our righteousness, our redemption, and our glorious Lord. He's the Lord of glory, the Lord of peace, the Lord of Savior, the Lord of the harvest, the Lord of the Sabbath, 
the Lord of Lords. He is Master, Messiah, Morning Star. He is Merciful and my friend. He's the head, the head of all, the head of man, the head of the church, and the head over every power. Jesus is the righteous judge, the lawgiver and judge, judge of Israel, judge of the living and the dead, the root of David, the root of Jesse, the rose of Sharon, and the lily of the valley. He's the eternal king, immortal king, the king of kings, the king of the Jews, the king of glory, and the king of kings. He's our counselor, our teacher, our hope of glory, the word of God, the power of God, and the mighty God. Well, there they are. 97 names for Jesus found in the Bible. And that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Since Jesus is God, he is infinite. And there's an infinite number of things that can be said about him. I'm not going to talk about all of the 97 names for Jesus that I just read. and We would be here all day. But I do want to highlight just six of them. The first one I want to talk about is the fact that Jesus is God, the eternal, uncreated creator of all things. Yes, Jesus is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, but as such, he is God. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Who is the Word that John is talking about in these verses? Well, in Revelation chapter 19, verse 13, we're told that Jesus is the Word of God. So let's reread John 1, 1 through 3, and put Jesus instead of Word in these verses. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Jesus is God. Jesus is the Creator. And we find in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 16, uh, speaking about Jesus, it tells us that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Jesus created the world, the universe, the galaxies, everything that we can see, and even the things that we can't see. Jesus created all things. He's in charge and in control of everything. And as a Christian, when your life and the world around you seem to spin out of control, you can be comforted by the fact that Jesus holds you in the palm of his hands. He is in control, and he promises to take care of you. Isaiah chapter 40, 41, verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then in Psalm chapter 37, verse 24, we are told, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Not only did Jesus create all of the material things that we see, and even the things that we can't see, he created life, which brings us to number two. Jesus is the author of life. In Acts chapter 3, verse 15, as Peter was preaching the gospel, he told the crowd, You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. 
And remember in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In chapter 2 verse 7, and the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. Don't forget that Jesus is God and creator. So Jesus is the author of life and as such he is the author of your life. And as the author of your life, Jesus lovingly created you. He created you on purpose, for a purpose, and he gave you a purpose. In Psalm chapter 139, verses 13 through 18, we read, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows that very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance, being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. He authored your life down to the smallest detail. Jesus decided that you would be created, then he personally put you together in your mother's womb. He put you together for a reason and for a purpose. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 we read, For I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You were created by God. You were not an accident. All of life is of God. There are no accidental births. Jesus, in his infinite wisdom and love, created you for his pleasure and purpose. As your creator, he is also your provider and protector. Now, not only is Jesus the author of life, he is life himself. Which brings us to number three. Jesus himself is life. John chapter 6 verse 35 says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Then in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he becomes life within you. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And then in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Listen, only through Jesus can we know what life really is. True life, abundant life, eternal life. We all have a hunger to know what life is all about. The world is hungry and yearns to be filled. The world looks for ways to fill the hole that is within them. But only Jesus can satisfy that hunger. Jesus is the bread of God. He is the bread of heaven. He is the bread of life. He is life. Jesus Christ is your life. And not only is Jesus life, but he lights the way to life, which brings us to number four. Jesus is light. In John chapter 8, verse 12, we're told that Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me 
shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. We were born into a world of darkness. Without Jesus, people stumble around trying to find their way, always looking for the road that will lead to happiness and fulfillment. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19, we are told the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. No matter how hard they try to find the right way, without Jesus, they keep ending up on the wrong road. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. And then Proverbs 14, 12, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. Jesus lights the way to the right road, the true road. He came to light the way to salvation. He lights the way to purpose, security, and joy, and he lights the way to life. He is light. He is the way. In Psalm 18, verse 28, says, For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Not only does Jesus light the way to salvation, but he is the author of salvation. Which brings us to number five. Jesus is salvation. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9. Having been perfected, Jesus became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. And then further on in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus is not only the author of salvation, but he is salvation. In Acts chapter 4, verse 2, speaking of Christ, Peter preaches, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus is Savior. Jesus is your Savior. Before the creation of the world, the plan of salvation was already decided. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, we read, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Jesus authored a plan of salvation that would send him to the cross to die for you. Before you were born, and knowing every detail of your life, Jesus chose to die for you. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Knowing all of your sins, knowing all of the times you would reject him, knowing the names you would call him, the evil things that you would do to yourself and to others, and all of the wickedness within you, he chose to create you anyway. And he chose to die for you. And not only is Jesus salvation, he is the basis upon which we should build our lives. And number six, Jesus is the foundation. Isaiah 28, verse 16, So this is what the Sovereign Lord says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who trusts will never be dismayed. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. 
Jesus is the only sure foundation which you can build your life. Because Jesus is light, because Jesus is life and the author of life, because Jesus is salvation, because Jesus is God and creator, he is the solid foundation you can trust. And Jesus will never let you down. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27 tells us this. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like the foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew against that house, and it fell with a great crash. His word is sure and true. When you put your faith in Jesus and living according to his word, you can be assured that your life will never crumble. It may crack a little bit. It may be beat up a little bit. Even in the face of the greatest storms that come against it, Jesus Christ will be there. But your life will never fall. You will never crumble. Where do you want to build your life? On the shifting sands of the world? On the shifting sands of worldly wisdom? Or do you want to build your, your life on the foundation of Jesus Christ, who is the rock? Build your life upon the rock. Build your life upon Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Son of God, the Creator, the author of life. Jesus is himself life. He is light. He is salvation. He is the sure foundation. The question is, who do you say that Jesus is? Hopefully you answered that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and the Savior of your soul. I pray that you found this message helpful today. If you did, please tell your friends how they can listen. If you would like a PDF version of the 97 Names for Jesus with scripture references, just send us an email at restfortoday at gmail.com and ask for the 97 names and we'll send it right out. For more information about the ministry, visit us at restfortoday.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Ken Williams. Until next time, may God richly bless you and give you rest for today.